Welcome to Broadway Over Wine. My name is Stefan Zernecki. And I'm Reed Arthur. Reed, we sadly are not staring across the table from each other right now. We are in different locations trying something different today, aren't we? We are trying new and amazing themes. Right. Innovative themes. (laughs) <laughs> so innovative in or innovative as fancy people say oh really i don't know i think i've heard that innovative what? does it sound fancier it does it does but we're fancy guys yeah so read to his house i'm at my house we are taking measures to prevent burnout bum, bum, bum. yeah so you will know you should know that we are changing our release schedule we will be releasing full episodes complete with broadway news and breaking down shows every Mm -hmm. two weeks and in between those we will be releasing broadway news just broadway news that will be recorded like this that way we are not getting too overloaded because our recording sessions are marathons for one thing (laughs) truly sometimes we're literally (laughs) recording for three hours but also the prep like you know some shows really require a lot of listening and a lot of work so well especially if we want to do our due diligence and you know actually uh discuss the many different uh versions productions movies original recordings um it's hard to do your due diligence all within a week and still do you know, all the other normal themes, the norm core shit that you and I have to do on a day-to-day basis. I know, like getting, you know, the house clean, getting kids fed and trying to do my job and all that. So yeah. everything yeah. for yeah, well, me applies to what you just said. <laughs> well, and the other thing is we're, we're trying to do, you know, add a few other elements to our, our shows too, trying to add a little more, interaction with our listeners and talking to some more experts and such and so i think it's just going to take some time um to get each show really ready and um i think i think the quality will um will be there so thank you for joining us for broadway news this week everyone and read and i will say i'm not going to open a bottle of wine just for myself so I'm drinking Spindrift. So it's Broadway over Spindrift for me today. And it's I don't know. Broadway over Dasani for me. Okay. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll work on getting some half bottles or Ooh, or we could get like something. like canned canned rose. I you know, I don't hate that idea. <laughs> I I do not turn my nose up. Well, you know what I do with canned wine? What? I I pour it into a glass so I can feel fancy. <laughs> I don't drink canned wine out of cans. I'm just sorry. I'm not doing that. I love that but, for uh, you. I actually think you. I will have to adopt that. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Retholomew. Shall we get into some Broadway news? Let's shall. <laughs> Extra, extra, read all about it. All right. So you know that Shucked has closed, right? Yes. Shucked, gone. We loved it when I saw it. 
thankfully it will be going on tour. But they announced at the final performance that they are adapting Shucked for the silver screen. Yes, there will be a Shucked movie. Whoa, really? Yeah, really. I am really intrigued to see how that would work. Now, Stefan, I have to ask a very important question. Is it going to go to the silver screen a la Mean Girls or is it going to go to the tiny screen a la The Prom? I do not know the answer to that question. I I think my guess is that they're hoping to send it to theaters. I mean, I think that's the hope for everybody. But yeah, I don't think it's been announced. I think it's in it is in development, Reed. If I had to guess, Shot feels like a project that I feel like would be great for a streaming service. Um, but if it got an actual movie treatment, I would be thrilled because apparently Hollywood hates musicals because they won't even market musical movies as musicals. I They'll know, trick like you the, into going and the seeing new, them. We do have the new Joker movie coming. I think we're going to get hopefully some a trailer for that soon. I think that's supposed to be a musical, isn't it? I think With so. Lady Gaga? Yeah. That's that's what I've heard. We shall hope, but are they going to actually sing in the trailer? That is the question. I bet you. I bet you they won't. For for this Lady Gaga theme, I bet you, you we'll see a lot of really highly stylized um, shots of the musical numbers. But I I'm I'm going to bet money that we don't see anyone singing. We might hear the song, but I don't think we'll see it come out of someone's mouth. I'm I'm predicting a very like ethereal or jazzy cover of like a mainstream oh. song, maybe from the eighties, like a a haunting sweet dreams are made of these or something like or that. Or what a, so what if it's prediction. like uh what if it's uh uh hey don't you want me? Yeah, I was working as it. a waitress in a cocktail bar. I'm I'm game anyway. All right, <laughs> we can't just goof off the whole time. All right, okay, okay. Read, read, read. Okay, West End. There is a West End play, apparently about Vladimir Putin. Uh, that is coming to Broadway. What? So, what is this thing called? Yeah. <laughs> Everything needs a play. Yeah. Okay, so it's so, a play. It's probably... I mean, it's... it. I assume it takes itself seriously, or is this going to be a comedic Putin Patriots, piece? that's right. I, you know, I think it's a fair... So, it's about the rise of Vladimir Putin. It's called Patriots. And it got great reviews, and people seem to really like it. I... I don't know, man. Would you want to play Vladimir Putin? While he still lives? Right. No! That's like... That is putting a target on your back. Right. It's like, I love my art and everything, but... That man has an ego as big as... uh, As Donald Trump's. Well, and he literally kills people that he doesn't like. (laughs) Like, boom. Dead, gone, game over. So I might turn down that role. Not that anybody's asking me, 
but I'm not saying they didn't. <laughs> I also, Stefan, I I have an issue with with pieces of art about people who are alive. Does does that make sense? Like like the yeah. the Elton John movie to me is weird because Elton John is not dead. He is alive and he was very much so involved with that project. And so it's kind of like like okay, well, how I don't know. I mean, should there be a moratorium? Like, wait till somebody's dead and then say, oh, I don't know, three years and then then you can release it? Yeah, I... I... If it was up to you? Yeah, it's just... It, I feel like it... Like, or, I or wanna... is it just with dictators? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> just dictators. Elton John can do whatever he wants. He's an EGOT winner. And Richard Simmons. There's a there's a Richard Simmons movie coming too. Richard Simmons. Yeah, you know, like the you know who Richard Simmons is, right? Yeah, like the exercise guy. The exercise guy. Yeah, being played by Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore will be playing Richard Simmons. Wow. There's some more. There's some hot breaking yeah, news. Yeah, extra, extra, <laughs> extra, extra. Yeah. All right. So anyway, yeah, Vladimir Putin play coming to Broadway. I'm intrigued. Right. Sounds terrifying to be a part of because you never know who's going to show up and you never know in the middle who of the night. You're going to meet. Yeah. Uh, Broadway week is underway. I believe it started a couple days ago. That's January 16th. It's a couple days ago where with participating shows, you can get two for one tickets. Did you know about Broadway week? No. Isn't that spiffy? I mean, you have to go to New York in January. Which, I mean, yeesh. But two for one tickets. Yeah, well, I mean, that's their way of of apparently getting people to try and come in the off season. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, The bad news is that Telecharge, uh, one of the main ticket sellers for Broadway shows, crashed. So all these people, you know, wanting to get these really limited tickets... Um, they weren't getting them through telecharge and because the site crashed and wah, wah. so that's kind of a bummer, but, uh, that's yeah, there's limited bummer. amounts of these two for one tickets. What participating so. shows were more interesting it, who didn't participate? You know, it, it seemed pretty wide, um, across Broadway. So maybe there's, there's, maybe there's a few that aren't, but it seems like a pretty inclusive, um, promotion so yeah i like it all right um harmony said it's closing date for february 4th you know remember harmony about the entered the what are they called the harmonists or something the the singing group but it's like packed with talent you know it's got uh sierra bagas and julie banco and um the original baker from into the woods that oh uh, Chip Zine. Chip Zine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talked so, about this. Yeah, yeah, but, well, it's not going to probably recoup his money. It's uh, it's closing February 4th. You know, I've heard mixed reviews about the show that it had a lot of heart, that people really liked it in general, but I also heard, like, this show needed work and need, had problems, and that's probably why it it didn't ultimately make its money back and really work. So, you know, mm-hmm. it happens. That's, you know, sometimes things get pushed and rushed and um, before they're ready and, burp, and 
and that's, that's the way it goes. So I'm learning a lot about that actually through this podcast. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Speaking of which, there. Oh, sorry. Did you have something on that? No, just that. Okay. You know, art and theater is is temp temporal. Yeah, and some sometimes timing is the most important key. Even if you have a quality um, piece of art, if the timing isn't right, you know, yeah, it doesn't make it. Um, ugh, speaking of another show coming, I don't know if we talked. I think we did talk about this. The Heart of Rock and Roll. I think so. This is the Huey Lewis musical, jukebox musical. Whoa. So like Huey Lewis and the news. What is interesting about this musical is like two of his like biggest hits are already on Broadway in Back to the Future. What? Really? Like Power of Love is in that show. And then one other one I, I can't remember. But they're pushing through. So the heart of rock and roll, it's coming to Broadway, people. They announced uh, casting. Uh, Corey Cott is going to be the lead guy. He, I think he replaced, um, on Newsies, he played Jack. What's his yeah. name? Um, uh, so he, he, he was a big replacement. He came in for Jeremy Jordan. Yeah. Corey yeah, Cott. Yeah. Corey his, Cott and- his brother, Casey, um, is... Um, Kevin on Riverdale, in case you cared. Oh, I watched a season of Riverdale. I enjoyed it. But, yeah. You know, so the so the gay character in Riverdale is Corey Cott's brother, oh, who I, I that. All right. don't think is gay in real life. Mm. Feel Could some sort of way about that. Role, huh? yeah, yeah, there's really such a shortage of them in Hollywood. <laughs> and uh, starting across from him, Mackenzie Kurtz who <laughs> was recently Glinda in Wicked. So if you, oh. if you see those like recordings, those recent recordings of like Wicked anniversary, blah, 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 like YouTube videos, she is the Glinda uh, from like the Tiny Desk concert and a lot of that stuff. And oh, cool. I found her very captivating. I'm, I, so it'll, we'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if this is kind of, you know, a good step for her into superstardom because I thought I think she's got a great voice and seems to have a lot of charisma. So, so we shall see. Uh, however, this show, I, 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 I have zero interest in seeing that. I can't imagine it's going to have a long run. <laughs> so, um, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, that's funny. Now, I have the memory of an elephant. No, that's a uh, that's good memory. I have the the memory <laughs> of Dory the fish. Okay. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did did I know? Did we know that Back to the Future is a jukebox musical? It's not a jukebox musical. They have original songs, but they did borrow um, or use some like you know the iconic songs from the original soundtrack from the movie. Boo. I, I got I, I got really excited. I was I said actually a jukebox musical version of Back to the Future is actually a really good idea. That I made it me work a little better. Yeah, that made me actually like really interested in it for two seconds. And okay, <laughs> yeah, that that show doesn't interest me that much. But yeah, I think that would that would amp it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I would know, be there's like, a, there's a flying there's a flying car. Totally love oh, a flying car. I'm a sucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a sucker for. Oh, you pretty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang. We love you. 
Okay, and let's see. Next, Stereophonic, which I don't think we've really talked about. It's been playing off-Broadway. It is transferring to Broadway. Okay. Uh, previews will begin April 3rd with official opening on April 19th. Okay. So this is, uh, for those of you that don't know, which is me until I did the research for this, set in the music studio in California, the drama follows a Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac-style rock band as they record their latest album, with romantic foibles and professional tensions leading the group to the brink the brink of breaking up right as they're about to blow up the three act three hour drama features songs by Will Butler of Arcade Fire wait hold the phone hold this is a musical about the drama that led to their greatest album ever, Rumors. I, I think with it original... might be loosely based on that. Oh, so it's not actually about the the no. Mac people? It, it is not. I think from what I'm gathering, it is kind of inspired by maybe, but it's definitely not like a telling of that story. So. Wow, that would have been crazy. I all of a sudden was like, that is ballsy choosing. Well, because right. then, the, yeah, true. Then you might as well just go ahead and do the jukebox music. Exactly. That, no, right? that's what I meant. Yeah, so I was like, that's, that's, that's such no. that's such an interesting choice. Okay, but okay, I completely misunderstood. But again, another singer songwriter out of um, sorry, another singer songwriter doing a, doing a musical. Yeah, I guess you're right. I would never put Arcade Fire under singer-songwriter, but if it's just well, one true, of them... Well, rock, yeah. yeah. If it's just one of them, it does kind of fit that bill. True enough. All right, we got more news, buddy. Suffs. Suffs has announced the <laughs> cast. <laughs> Reed, are you going to... Yeah, here? I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> okay. It's about the suffragette movement. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is written by Shina Taub, Taub, and she wrote the music, the lyrics, and the book. She is also starring in it. Okay, sweet. So Just kind of cool, going all Lin Manuel on us. Um, yeah. Her character is Alice Paul. Cause uh, starring with her, Nikki M. James as Ida B. Wells. You would recognize her from Book the Les Rob and Book of Mormon. Yep, Book of Mormon, and then also the Les Miserables revival. Um, Apple She yes, exactly. She was on the street with uh, Rachel Ziegler. She was on the and Wait, on was... that famous like viral video. You know, she's there with. Um, you know, singing. She sings with Marius. You've seen that video, haven't you? Rachel Ziegler? We've talked about it. Rachel Ziegler as like a 14, 15 year old is like on oh, Broadway, oh, 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 on oh. the street. Gotcha. Singing. And... Yeah. With, I think it's uh, Chris McCarroll was Marius. And, I thought uh, it was and Andy she, Mientis. She, well, at some point it was Chris McCarroll. Um, oh, okay, so he turned she over. Duets, she duets with him. And but like the eponine from Les Mis is like right there, and she's like, "Damn, Rachel is <laughs> saying," and we're all like, "Yup." So, um, Jenna Colella from Come From Away. I love well. Jenna. Yeah, she's a real talent. Lots of charisma. Uh, she will be playing the part of Carrie Chapman Cat. Grace McLean 
will be playing the part of President Woodrow Wilson. She is from The Great Comet. Okay. And Hannah Cruz actually replaces a role that Philippa Sue was playing in development. I do not have that name. Philippa Sue, Philippa Sue, Philippa Sue. So, uh, Sufs is coming and uh, should be good. We'll, we'll see. I think there's a lot of hope, high hopes for that one. Now, I'm sure I already told you this because I know we've talked about Sufs before, but it always makes me think of that episode of So Raven where she keeps wanting to rename the, the school musical that has a really long, obnoxious name to Sweeps because it's okay. about the chimney sweeps of London um, uh, and her best friend wrote it. you get the giggles? Yeah, I get the giggles every time because it makes me think of <laughs> that's a Ray Band. We're going to be talking about stuff's more, so... <laughs> I, I, I don't know what we're gonna do. we're gonna need to get you under control, buddy. Okay, I'll work on it. <laughs> so you can't just ruin the Broadway news with your giggles. All right, uh, are you Reed? Are you a fan of Kiss Me, Kate? Um, so full confession is I've actually never seen Kiss Me, Kate. I am a huge fan of the opening number from Kiss Me, Kate. Um, a very very famous uh, Broadway tune. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I can't remember. I don't really know Kiss and Kate. Another opening, another show. In Philly, Boston, and Baltimore. A chance for stage folk to say hello. Another opening of another show. Yeah. Well, it is opening on the West End. Okay, but... Go ahead, go ahead. So, for those of you that that don't know, Kiss Me, Kate is a musical about... Um, like a Shakespeare troupe putting on a production of Kiss Me Kate, or excuse me, not Kiss Me Kate, of Tame the Shrew, um, which is easily the worst Shakespeare play ever. <laughs> I take. Um, well, I mean, name a worse. Like, people, people try and, and like subvert Kiss Me Kate to make it like a feminist statement, but it's not Kiss Me Kate and Taming the Shrew. Okay, I can't. Taming the Shrew. I can't get it together. Not that yeah. <laughs> That's it. Maybe this won't be an easy edit. Um, well, the reason I bring it up, it is coming to the West End and starring the incomparable Stephanie J. Block. Well, so, I would see you know, Kiss Me Kate to see Stephanie J. Block. Any day, of the exactly. Week. Star power, baby. So yeah. that's kind of cool. I will not be going to London to see that, but Stephanie J. Block making her West End debut. Wait, uh, eight. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! How come she hasn't made it across the pond? Uh, maybe she just doesn't like British food. Hmm. Bangers and mash. Yeah, yeah. Bangs and toast. Kitty pie. Um. And she will be starring alongside Adrian Dunbar, who apparently is a guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Welsh or something. I don't know. Whatever, I don't care. Uh, all right. Douglas Lyons is adapting Big River for, to be, uh, for, the, for the silver screen as well. Really? You know much? You know much about Big River? Yeah. So Big River's the the Huck Finn musical, isn't it? Tom Sawyer. Yeah. No. Huck Finn. Yep, it's Huck Finn. 
you know, just the story of Huck Finn, uh, Huck and Jim heading down the river and trying to get, you know, get, get Jim to freedom and hijinks ensue. And, but apparently it's getting adapted for the, for the screen, which I think is kind of intriguing. It's kind of a lesser known, you know, musical. It did win like seven Tonys, including best musical, but you know, it's definitely one of the more obscure winners. Um, I don't know the songs real well. I just know Muddy Water. I think that's about it. So, yeah. Anyway, keep an eye on that. Uh, Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't we as society moved past the Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer of it all? Like, aren't, aren't those, like... Cancelled? Yeah. Aren't they relics of of um, uh, a particular time that we don't need to necessarily like make a movie out of anymore. Well, I, I mean, how could, what they're, they, one of the things that they are doing with the adaptation is giving more perspective from Jim because, you know, the book Huckleberry Finn is from Huck's perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're hoping to kind of improve on it in that way. Which of course is dangerous, but because Huck Finn, you know, Adventures Huckleberry Finn is a classic, and mm-hmm. people are really touchy about that stuff. But um, so yeah, I know what you mean. I do, I do like Tom Sawyer. I do like Huckleberry Finn. But yeah, yeah we shall see. I uh, I admit to like I I vaguely know both of the stories, but I don't. I don't think I have any like. I don't think I've actually read either of them. So, I don't know. That's just well, what I've... I had a great fourth grade teacher who read Huck Finn aloud, and she did all the voices, and she was wonderful. Very inspirational for me when I was a teacher. And I've read Tom Sawyer uh, many times uh, when I worked in McMinnville. And, hmm. uh, yeah. Lempika, which I know I've said, you know, brought up many, many times. I've, I'm going to bring it up one more time. One more time. They have rounded out their cast uh, and have made it official who is all coming. I don't know these people except for... So, Amber Iman, Beth Lievel, and Andrew Samansky have joined uh, Lempika. I know Andrew Samansky from seeing him in South Pacific. He replaced Matthew Morrison in the revival back in like 2008, and I saw him. Uh, Whoa! Cool. But he also played in Hunchback. Fetus. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, love he, Fetus. He's been in. Yeah, he's been in all the. Um, the La Jolla Playhouse productions and all that kind of shit, but he is, he's making it too. So anyway, that is official and exciting. So they are moving forward. Last piece of Broadway news. Schmigadoon will not get a season three. No. Did you watch? I, I watched season one and I feel like it's my fault that Schmigadoon isn't getting season three because I watched like one or two episodes of season two and just kind of stopped. So I feel personally responsible for this. Well, I have a confession to make is I don't think I finished season two either, but I got pretty damn far. 
Okay, <laughs> got further than I did apparently. Okay, I well. it, it did not. It wasn't as season one really was like phenomenal in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. and I loved. I I just thought it was so funny that they they decided to just go decade by decade. So from the fifties to like the musicals of the sixties and seventies, I thought that was super funny. And then I was really excited for the power, like to see like what what sort of direction they would take it with the eighties and nineties Broadway. It would have been fun to see. Um, yeah, musical shows don't really. I, did you ever watch Gallivant? I never got around to watching Gallivant. Was no, good? I did not watch Gallivant. It did not look like anything I wanted to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe as part of our uh, work that we do here at Broadway Over Wine, we give some of those shows a chance. Uh, a try. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe so. Hey. So, all right. Well, that is Broadway news for this week. Yahoo! We will be back. We will be recording for Beauty and the Beast, and that'll be the next uh, next bit that y'all will, will uh, be able to enjoy. We look forward to seeing y'all then. Absolutely. All right. Night-night, y'all. Nighty-night.